If you walk into an elementary classroom, you might notice that everything is color-coded. Signs and charts on the wall, labels on bins, pieces of tape marking certain spots on the floor. This is because colors are easy for most young children to recognize and differentiate between. But in music, our baseline is black and white, the colors of standard notation. When first introducing music reading, it can be challenging for young students to recognize patterns and organize the content visually when everything is black and white. For this reason, color can be a helpful tool when teaching music literacy and developing music reading skills. In an article on color coding your classroom, elementary educator Amy Carletto wrote, when we use color in a systematic way, it can help students retain information better than just using black and white. For some, this might look like using colored notation, where each note of the scale is represented by a different color. This is often used in beginning handbell and boomwhacker music, but it's not the only way to teach with color. Today, I'm sharing four simple, unique strategies to use color to teach music literacy. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here, you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your teaching, and insight into a few tried-and-true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. To begin, let's talk about some of the benefits of using color as a teaching tool. Color provides a quick way of sorting and organizing visual elements, especially elements that are the same. Elementary teacher Amy Curletto wrote, Color coding is especially beneficial for students who are non-readers or who are just learning to read. When color is involved, grouping, material organization, and differentiation become much, much easier. When things are color coded, children can easily learn how to match things that are the same and identify things that are similar but different. Amy explained, color helps break concepts down and make them easier to digest. Think about what that might look like in music. Note values, melodic patterns, rhythmic patterns, steps versus skips, dynamic markings, high versus low, white keys versus black keys on the piano, vowel sounds, colors, right? And much more. And this isn't just for children. Think about how helpful it is to organize and sort things by color for youth and adolescence, even for adults, especially concepts that are new and unfamiliar. So what does this look like in a practical sense? That's where this episode comes in. Today, I'm sharing four unique ways to introduce color into your teaching and score study work with students of all ages. Colored notation, color coding musical form, color coding musical patterns and motives, and color coding dynamic and expressive markings. First, let's talk about using colored notation. 
If you use boomwhackers, handbells, or hand chimes in your teaching, you've likely encountered colored notation. This is a helpful way for young musicians and new readers to identify different pitches on the staff and the correlating boomwhacker, bell, or chime. I recommend using colored notation in this context when each person is responsible for playing only one or two notes and thus keeping track of only one or two colors. Boomwhackers and the small metal handbells come in rainbow colors, one color for each note in the diatonic or chromatic scale. Hand chimes are only available in aluminum, but there are a few ways that you can color code them for your group. You can purchase a set of colored chime bands by Chimeworks. You can wrap a strip of colored electrical tape around each handle. You can use a set of colored dot stickers to mark each one, or you can wrap a rainbow colored hair tie around each handle. Once you have a set of color coded instruments, you can use colored notation to help children learn how to follow along with their part, whether they're reading colored letter names on a word chart or notes on a musical staff. Here are some creative resource ideas, and I will share links to all of these things in the show notes. First, color-coded chord cards. Try saying that four times fast. These are a great introduction to bell or chime ringing using the chord approach. Next is the color-coded fabric staff. This includes 96 colored felt circles that match the colors of the rhythm band handbells. The junior size is 18 inches by 14 inches, so it's small enough to hold or to sit on a music stand. They also make a larger size that's 28 by 28 inches, and it has a rope at the top for easy hanging. It's a really great visual teaching aid for younger elementary children. There's a great video demonstration on how to use the color-coded staff too, so I will include a link to that in the show notes. And I want to be clear that this is not just for those of you who are teaching children's handbell choirs. You can use a colored staff like this for a group lesson, in an elementary music classroom, all kinds of different teaching scenarios. Next is a colored marker set. Use whatever you have on hand. These do not need to be fancy. Colored markers make it easy to create your own chart-sized music or color code traditional black and white notation. Next is colored dot stickers. Again, you can use these to create your own chart-sized notation by using these stickers as the note heads. Next is colored music notation stickers. These are actually note values and clef signs in rainbow colors. They're great for creating individual music scores or as a fun composing activity for your older elementary students. Next is flat.io. Did you know that you can create your own color-coded scores using Flat? Flat is a web-based music notation software, and the colored notation is a paid feature, so it's either $6.99 per month or $49 for the year. But if you're already paying for this or you have a school account, this is a really great tool. If you're new to Flat, look for a link in the show notes with a helpful tutorial on how to use this feature. And finally, the Chimeworks icon chart has suggested pairing of colored notation and shape note notation. 
So that's the first strategy for incorporating color into your teaching using colored notation. The next idea is to use color to mark musical form. Color is a great way to mark form and indicate different sections of a piece, especially when listening to something new or unfamiliar without notation. Using just standard eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper or cardstock, choose a different color to represent each section of a piece. Display these at the front of the room for everybody to see. If you're working one-on-one -on -one or with a small group, you might consider using something a little smaller like paint chips. Cut the paint chip cards apart ahead of time and make a set for each student. In addition to just having different colors to differentiate the different sections of a piece, you might also cut each colored card or paint chip into a different shape as well. So you have a triangle, you have a square, you have a circle, etc. Here are a few creative resources you can use, and again, I will link to all of these things in the show notes. First is paint chip cards. They are great, they are free from your local hardware store, and you can be as creative as you like with a variety of different colors. Next is colored paper or cardstock. Again, this can be whatever you'd like it to be. If you like pastel colors, if you want brights, if you want earth tones. And finally, colored bean bags. These are really fun, and you can use these for a lot of different things. Uh, some are color specific, and some are just rhythm activity specific. Uh, but I will link to the ones that I found on Etsy. This listing is for actually cornhole bean bags, but they're just the right size, and they're available in 17 different colors. The next idea for using color is to color code musical patterns and motives. I use this strategy all the time with my elementary piano students. We are always identifying patterns that are the same and patterns that are different in our music. And often I will have them draw boxes around the measures that are the same using a colored marker or highlighter. We've even found creative ways to annotate on screen via Zoom using color this past year. This is a quick and easy way to see how the music is organized recognize phrase construction, and understand how the patterns fit together. Similarly, you might choose to color code a short rhythm pattern, even if the pitches are different, or a short melodic pattern, even if the rhythm is different. And this can be something that you discuss with your student. I recommend choosing one to two colors for this type of project. You wanna keep it simple and uncluttered so that the important element which is repeated patterns and motives, remains prominent. A few creative resources you might use for this activity. Erasable pens. My students love these when we are having our lessons in person. It makes marking your music way more fun. Other tools you can use are your basic highlighters that you can get from any office supply store or colored markers. Again, whatever you might happen to have on hand. The final idea for teaching music literacy using color is to color code dynamics. I don't know about you, but my students don't often pay attention to dynamic markings in a new piece, and sometimes even in a piece that we've been working on for a few weeks. This activity is a fun way to observe dynamic markings in the score. 
I like to encourage my students to play with dynamic expression from the beginning of learning a new piece rather than thinking of dynamics as something that we add during the polishing phase. So as such, sometimes we'll take a minute early on in the process to study the score and we'll color code the dynamics using something like this. Blue for piano, purple for mezzo piano, pink for mezzo forte, and orange for forte. Here's a little insight into the psychology of these color choices from a blog post by Shift eLearning. Orange is a bright, vibrant color, though not quite as dominant as red. When used to highlight something, orange may help learners retain information. Similarly, quote, blue ink or blue highlighting can be used to help improve reading comprehension, end quote. A few creative resources for this activity. One, colored pencils, great for circling or outlining the dynamic markings, highlighting crescendi and decrescendi, and adding in some of your own dynamic markings. Sometimes I'll do this with a student if we find that the piece doesn't really have a lot of dynamic changes, we might pencil some in. Erasable pens, again, you can circle or trace over the dynamic markings. You can use these for score study, but then you can erase your markings when the dynamics are ingrained or the colored markings are no longer needed. That way you can play from a cleaner score. And finally, washi tape. It's easy to add and remove, plus most of the time it's at least semi-transparent, so you could tape right over the dynamic markings in the score and still see it show through. So there you go four unique ways to teach music literacy using color. Colored notation, color coding musical form, color coding musical patterns and motives, and color coding dynamics and expressive markings. Do you use color coding in your music teaching? What are your favorite strategies? Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com slash fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanu. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the show and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.